You're listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we look at questions and topics that are connected to our faith in Jesus and the way that it plays out in our everyday lives. In this episode, we're talking about Christians and integrating within culture, or more specifically, the dynamic between uh, the temptation as Christians to separate from culture completely and maybe create our own institutions, our own things, or how much should we as Christians be immersed in culture for redemptive purposes. Welcome in to Church Unplugged. Welcome into Church Unplugged. I'm Jimmy Cozy. I'm on staff here at CCC. I've got the rest of our hosts today, Zach Wyrock, Joe Coffey, and Stacey DiNardo. And today our topic is uh, Christians uh, integrating into culture. So, you know, it's an interesting question to think about the tension between when Christians separate and create their own institutions or versions of things that appear in our culture and when Christians should or shouldn't uh, integrate themselves into. So examples could be things like anything from Christian schools. You know, there are Christians who send their kids to public schools for really good reasons, Christians who send their kids to Christian schools for really good reasons, Christian music. There are Christian versions of contemporary music. And so the, the tension for Christians is, you know, depending on the tradition you came from, you might have it in your mind that uh, you you could swing one way where you completely separate from the culture. That's a tradition that I grew up in that would say you need to put as much room between yourself and the culture as possible, or other where you might say we're going to integrate completely because we're on mission within the culture. So how do we as Christians navigate that? And what's our decision-making grid for thinking through how we integrate into the culture? You missed Christian movies as well. Right, of course. Yes. So not to trigger Joe. but (laughs) (laughs) I think the the beginning point maybe is to make sure we're clear on this idea that culture is really just what happens when human beings interact. So there's not... um, I think it would be overly simplistic to say there's a secular culture and there's a Christian yeah. culture, or even that there's an American culture. I mean, in some sense, that's true, but the Midwest is different than the South. The West Coast is different than the East Coast. Then you've got your ethnicity, your socioeconomic class. There are a lot of things that that, that uh, can create a culture. Yeah. And if a bunch of Christians get in a room and it's just Christians, there is a culture. And if we integrate in that room some Christian, there's a culture. It's not, neither one is a cultural. Yeah. So, uh, what I would say is the starting point is by saying uh, we need to think critically about culture in general, regardless of who makes up the room or what labels get attached. Or because I think when I was growing up, it was kind of like the culture was out there. Yeah. And then you had the church as though the church existed free and clear of culture. Or, um, and yet the culture we were afraid of shaped a lot of what we did as a a church. They weren't doing church the way we were doing it in Asia or Africa. That was because of culture, right? So uh, I think we have to overcome that idea culture is external and then Christianity is internal. Saying no, it's all interwoven. Culture is all around. Yeah, so then that's interesting. So then do we we look at ourselves as being, you know, disciples who we, wherever we go, we're like like an ingredient in a soup that will actually change. I mean, if I'm going to church— Uh, I am gonna imp- going into any I'll room. Impact, yeah. I am gonna impact that room for and vice versa. And vice yeah, versa. yeah, Is it right. You? Yeah. So I need to try to be at least be cognizant of that. Yeah, and also uh, maybe be intentional about yeah. how I'm gonna impact. Well, because I think if you're not intentional, here's what happens: out in the larger world, you're hyper vigilant. 
Right. Everything right. is perceived as yeah. a potential threat. Yeah. And then in the church world, you're not vigilant at all. Right. Which is why right. false teaching or all kinds of things spring up because you're like, oh, at church, we don't think critically. We think critically of the larger world. Mm-hmm. So, well, culture's everywhere and sinful people are everywhere. Right. Right. So sinful culture can happen anywhere. And so you got to think individually and about well, each particular okay. thing. Now, Stacy, you you are you know <laughs> deeply involved in the culture of the church and everything, and yeah. then you are also involved with uh, the this new thing with leadership Hudson. Hudson. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So when you go to a leadership Hudson meeting, you know, mm-hmm. as a as a Christian, and you're involved in it, in in part because you are a because Christian who is church, also right. a Hudson church. resident, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so how do you approach that? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I enter into the space very, very cognizant of wanting to represent Christ and represent our church well. Um, and so I think I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm mindful. I'm aware of opportunities where I can speak to ways we can serve our, our local community, ways we can come alongside something that's difficult that's going on. Um, but you're not always trying relationship. to. You're not always trying to sneak in a Jesus no, reference. No, right? not at all. I wonder. Right. Not at all. Really, just trying to be loving and kind and be myself and get to know the so, people that I'm in yeah, the group with. And then I wanted to ask you guys. You, you two both coach mm-hmm. uh, middle school football together, and uh, like when you're doing that, as you are trying to shape young men, mm-hmm. seventh graders, right? Eighth yeah, grade, seventh, seventh graders. Yeah. Uh, like, how are you? How do you approach that as Christians, as football coaches, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think that what I would say, I actually like your analogy, Joe, of ingredients in a soup. And what I would say is, I think it's probably my job in any space that I'm in mm-hmm. to elevate the flavor of right. that soup in the way Jesus would, right. and also to make sure that this soup itself isn't changing. Me. Right. And so I would say is when I go to coach football, I, I don't coach it thinking somehow those families are going to end up at church right. or right. 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 sharing Jesus or praying before practice. But I, I don't belittle kids. Right. I, I don't, you know, I don't beat them down. I don't demonize our opponent. I don't, there are things that I think maybe I, as a football player, I saw coaches do that I wouldn't do. Right. In the hopes that hey, I am encouraging and and I am positively flavoring mm-hmm. the football team, uh, as opposed to negatively flavoring it, as Jesus would describe what positive flavoring would would look like. Yeah, I mean, I think I would also say there's a consistent awareness uh, of what I'm representing. So knowing that, you know, I don't know whether any of the families that are involved will come to our church, but I do know that. Uh, when they come to our church and they see me, or even if they don't come to our church, but they yeah. know, because most most of them know what I do for a living right. when I'm when yeah. I'm coaching. They know I'm, football coaching is not the only job that I have. They are forming an impression of our church, so sometimes mm-hmm. I'm aware of that. But then also they are in some ways. I mean, maybe I'm putting a little more on myself than I should, but making an impression of of Christianity in for general. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, sure. See, yeah. yeah. Sure. Absolutely. What I'm curious about and. So there's that. I think, you know, I think one of the things I realized, I feel like I've realized is that a lot of time that, you know, I, I tend to, because I'm the head coach, I tend to head, end up with the challenging situation. So if there's, you know, a parent who's upset about something or if a, a student's getting in trouble at school, uh, those are the situations that are going to end up in my inbox, so to speak. And I think, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, you can, you can 
really have, I, I feel a lot of pressure in those situations yeah, to win in the sense that it's a good outcome for everybody. It's handled well, it's handled appropriately. The student is uh, supported the right way. So I don't know. I feel like those two things are, are definitely true. What I'm curious about is, you know, this just dawned on me while we were having this conversation, but because I've been a Christian my whole life and been in these spaces as a Christian for my whole life, I wonder if other people think about culture the way that we do. So for example, Stacy's at Leadership Hudson and what you asked was, okay, how does your, how do you approach Leadership Hudson knowing that you're a Christian? Does somebody who is, for example, a pharmacist come to Leadership Hudson saying, how am I representing the farm the industry of pharmacy? But that's a little bit yeah. about what makes Christianity unique. Yeah. I feel like that would be well, let me put it this way. So I did seminary in the South, right? And people there have a uh, a high appreciation for being Southern, being born, you know, I'm, I'm Southern. I was never perceived by them as Southern. So I existed in two spaces, right? I was a citizen of a Southern state. Like I was at all the things that they valued at their culture. Uh, I was participating in those things, but I was also something else, right? I was still, uh, they would have said a Northerner, I would say a Midwesterner, but they only have two categories. So they, you know, so they would say- Southern or not Southern. Right, so they would say, you're a Yankee, right? And and I, I do think Christians are unique in the culture is that probably the way most people think about culture that aren't Christians are just, it is what it is, right? Yeah. I like this or don't like that. I push this way or I push that way. Whereas we have this split identity between, yeah, I am like a, a citizen. Like but a I'm, dual citizenship. Yeah, yeah right, right, but I'm yeah. also, but hold on, I'm also, and there's even this sense in which Jesus says, I'm making all things new, and we're constantly working through, does that mean something for this context? What's my role you know, in does that this? here? Yeah. yeah, so it's almost like I have an additional responsibility. So if I go to my son's Little League game, I'm a parent, uh, I'm a sports fan, I'm a Hudson resident. Those things are true of all the dads. I'm also a follower of Jesus, so I have right. this extra piece that's going to inform and 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 motivate uh, what I do that maybe that person uh, doesn't have right. So it's a little little different. And I actually think that's what drives our cultural engagement. I mean, I I think the question I'm always asking is um, I think two things. What are the things that God has held me responsible for? So even like in education, as I work through where my kids are going to go to school, one of the things that I'm mindful of is public school or private school. My kids' education is my responsibility. Right, God has given my children to me. I can't outsource things. So yeah. I have to be involved. I have to be engaged. So the question is, which decision is going to help me exercise my duties as God has given them to me? But then the second thing is, who's influencing whom? Right. right? I yeah. think that's the question I'm always asking is, whether it's the shows I watch or the music I listen to or the, you know, is this moving me away from right. Jesus? Right. Is this moving me towards Jesus? And and trying to work through, am I an influencer in this space or am I right. being influenced, influenced in this always. space? And and how do I work through that? I mean, those are questions I'm asking because I think just as I can think about shaping culture, so also I have to realize culture is shaping me. Yeah, and some of the things that I always think of too is that, you know, my whole life I feel like I've been either... Uh, the child of a pastor or a pastor, right? Which in some ways is positive and negative. That means I've always had to be cognizant. I've never been able to fly under the radar. So, because I'm one question away from somebody knowing I work at the church, <laughs> yeah. right? They'll say, oh, what do you do? That dreaded right? question. Yeah, yeah. What, do what do you do? And, um, but if I was a normal person, I mean, that's what I wonder, how does somebody find out 
that you are a follower of Jesus. Yeah. And the very best way would be that take? you are flavoring Absolutely. that particular yeah. environment, environment in such a way that it makes them ask, right? Yeah. But then I you know, I was you know, I was like most of us uh was really bummed that the Browns got decimated by Houston. But uh then I saw what CJ Stroud said, who is the quarterback for Houston. And uh he decided to say, to come right out and say, listen, football is my platform. Jesus Christ is my purpose. Hmm. And I thought, awesome. there's a guy who came out yeah. and said, I am, I am going to, because once you lay that out, then now everybody's watching CJ Stroud to say, okay, how are you? And they're waiting for him to act in such a way that they can say, yeah, that's what a Christian is. But he came out and said, I want you to know this is the flag I'm flying. So watch me now. You know, watch high. Yeah, it's interesting because I think if you if you study the thinking and writing and even the action of Christians on this issue, you do have kind of the two extremes, which is you have the retreat, the right, total retreat yeah. from from culture, uh, which is kind of Jimmy what you were saying uh, you had experienced, and then on the other hand, you have this total immersion where yeah. it's like ah, really, we're just like everybody else. I think if you try to live in the middle. It, it creates a constant, and this is probably why people don't always try to do it, is because it creates this incredibly nuanced yeah. experience yeah. of going, well, maybe this, but not that, and oops, I wish I hadn't done that, and I hadn't said this, and I hadn't, you know, gone here. Versus, uh, you know, it, there's it requires a certain intentionality and circum being circumspect, and and that's hard. But I think it's so important because I I can get really excited about this and not wanting Christians to withdraw from those spaces because we are meant to be salt. In this world, we are meant to be the thing that is flavoring the soup and influencing and pointing people to Jesus, ultimately. And so thinking about, I mean, we have the plus three concept at Christ Community Chapel because we want people to be thinking about where they're intersecting non-Christians. So to withdraw from or insulate in a way that you don't have opportunity even to influence yeah. would just be not the best thing. Yeah, it's tough because withdrawal is, is not a good approach, but I think also... Uh, we have to be wary of an unthoughtful engagement where it's just like, oh, everybody does this. Everybody does that. I, mean, I have this question with my kids all the time oh, yeah. because they'll say, can I do X or can I have that or can I? And I'll say, well, it doesn't seem like that. And they're like, well, everyone's doing it. And in their minds, it's like, well, why wouldn't we just? <laughs> That's always the worst argument for a kid, yeah. for a Christian but parent, I think there's a right? yeah, yeah, but I think there's adults who think that yeah. way of just like, Absolutely, well, yeah, yeah sure. Right. Why wouldn't you kind of kind of go with this? And I, so I think, again, you have some who withdraw and, right. and, and don't really engage. And then I think you have some who just would look at you crazy if you asked, well, should we be doing that? I go, wow, what do you mean? I don't know what, what mean, that means. I'm just doing, doing, I'm just doing stuff. Right. So I think trying to figure out how to weave that is, 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 is tough, whether you're talking about education or uh, civic engagement or what you watch, what you listen to, what you, you know, those kinds of things. I mean, maybe step one is is simply acknowledging the the tension that exists, you know, calling, just bringing that into the light to the yeah. point where we can start to think critically about the cultural engagement. Yeah. And your dual citizenship, like, yeah. right? You're, yeah. That you're engaging with those two things. In yeah, and I, and I like what you said, <clears throat> Zach, which is just that uh, it's just another component. I think that's what sometimes people want to shy away from is just going, I want, I just want to live my life. I just yeah. want to, but to go, no, no, just, it is living your life. You just have this component. It's a little more complex. Always be thinking about that because yeah. you're representing 
Well, you know, we're in a theme this year. I mean, it's 2024. Uh, I don't know when people will listen to this, but we're in a, we're in a, a series right now and a theme for the year, a year of listening to God. And I, I think there's two steps to listening. I, I think most people feel like if they heard the voice of God, they would respond. But I think there's a lot of things that we just do thoughtlessly right. that we don't pause to go, hey, God, do you have anything to say to this? That I... So we miss his voice yeah. in a variety of areas because we just default into the cultural setting. And I think defaulting is not an option. It, it is. Uh, and I think if you read the Gospels, you'll find Jesus repeatedly mm-hmm. challenging Roman culture, Jewish culture, religious culture, which implies that, hey, you're going to have to be thoughtful and intentional about about these things, because the only way of living the kingdom is to wrestle with right. them, right? Is to not just do what everyone else is doing. You've been listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we're going to look at topics and questions that are related to our faith in Jesus and to the way that it plays out in everyday life. We want your feedback. We want your suggestions. If you've got ideas or questions that you'd like to hear answered on the show, you can email us at churchunplugged at ccchapel.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.